raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Tyrese Halliburton with his first triple-double. And the Indiana Pacers with a 122-112 victory over the Celtics going to Vegas, baby. We should have we should have a little uh, Viva Las Vegas to, to play for this there. Producer Jonathan, why aren't why aren't we prepared? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. This is the in-season tournament. And I must admit to you, I find the in-season tournament to be as ridiculous as the day is long. Because what does it matter if you win the in-season tournament and you don't go to the playoffs? What does it matter? By the way, Hal Burton, 26 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists in 40 minutes. I got some playing. Uh, they did look good. Even producer Jonathan was like, this was actual defense. Still, no team has scored less than 100 points against the Pacers this year. Everybody gets over 100 points. And I honestly don't know how you expect to go deep into the playoffs with really subpar defense. But this is is producer Jonathan's point. Yesterday uh, at Cambridge, they played. It looked like something. Why? What? What do you think changed? Was it just because it was the Celtics and it was a they they found a favorable matchup, or these guys were they were they playing at a at a, at a higher pace? I think that the game just really mattered to them, and like you could see the defensive intensity, they were much more engaged on the on the defensive end. I really think that the effort was the difference, because um, when you look at the guys that they have, like they're athletic and long enough. To play good defense, the question is just, is the commitment going to be there? And it was there last night. So, it, it look, uh, good team win. Uh, I, I like that they're going to Vegas. I want Don't get me wrong. I want them to do well. Go get them. Uh, win the thing. It's, it's, it's great. It'll be good for the city. Please, please, please. Um, but just for the sake of clarity for all of us, none of it matters if we don't go to the playoffs and we don't engage some going deep it doesn't matter it does it doesn't matter i'm not trying to be negative i'm just trying to be honest no i'm not trying i am succeeding at being honest do you see the difference do you see the yeah good as long as long as you see the difference that's all i'm doing just being honest but good on them I, I do hope it, it goes well. I had I had another Indiana-based story. I can't find it right now. Oh, that that was it. Shaquille Leonard's going to the Eagles. I did not have this on my bingo card either. Everybody was talking Dallas, and then the week after he gets let go by the Colts, there he is in a box at a Colts game. You're like, what is happening? So two weeks go by. No one picks up Shaquille Leonard, and now the Eagles who got um, kind of abused by the 49ers. 
they are uh, they're picking him up. And he's ready to go and ready to play in that game against Dallas. Um, first of all, you're going to a team that's 10-2. and two. You're going to a team that's a contender. Yes, you got blown up by San Francisco. There's some, there's some work ahead of you. Uh, specifically, the question of whether or not the Eagles are just, just pretending or, or, or they've really got a team. You got to wish the guy all the best. You got to wish the guy all the best. Producer Jonathan reminded me of the number of uh, defensive players who got injured in that game. They, they, they needed somebody. Um, he's a solid body for them. So, okay. That's what's going on. Let's see how you know, they play. They play the Cowboys this Sunday. Yeah, Eagles Cowboys. You know, just a simple game. Not like many people will be watching. Hold on, everybody be watching. Tony Katz, ninety three, WIBC. Good morning. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba da ba ba ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. peel theory i'm not talking about orange theory where you go and work out and you somehow get in the orange zone which i haven't figured out how people haven't said going full trump like how has that not worked against them i don't quite get it tony katz 93 wibc good morning good to be with you orange peel theory now this comes from tiktok now you could argue this doesn't actually come from tiktok Anybody who's been married for more than half a minute understands this conversation. And uh, so we're clear, uh, you should not be on TikTok. TikTok is a mess. TikTok is this terrible, terrible place where people have lost all concepts of the soul. There was a story out about how these kids beat up an 11-year-old girl. They beat up an 11-year-old girl, took video of it, and then added slow motion effects and a soundtrack and posted it to TikTok. The Mark Twain Intermediate School for the Gifted and Talented. Sure it is. And the kids who did this not only beat her up, took the video... And mocked her with it. Nobody tries to stop the beating. They just move on like nothing ever happened. Like it's no big deal. You want to ask yourself where civilization is. That is a solid question. Where is it? And how come these kids who did it, how come they haven't been thrown out of the school? Throw them out. Well, how else are you going to get it to stop? 
I don't want to understand them. They can go to another school. I didn't say they couldn't go to school. They just can't go to that school. Let their parents deal with it. But these are the things that you see, the the total lack of humanity. This is a different story, orange peel theory. It's about the idea that small acts of service show uh, the strength of a relationship. So, for example, you're with somebody who doesn't like peeling oranges. Do you peel the orange for them? Or do you say, you're capable, you can peel your own orange? And that level of giving, like you peel your, your, your partner's orange, your spouse's orange, I'm not trying to engage a, you know, I'm not saying it's a, it's code for anything. It's not a euphemism. You're actually peeling an orange. Uh, shows how much you love them. Um, there is an extent to which this is absolutely true. Because what this is about is about being aware that somebody else is in this life with you. You know, um, with, with, with my wife, I, I make the coffee. Even if I don't want any, I make it. Because I wake up before she does. When she wakes up, I want her to have coffee. Now, that's the small things, right? But there, there are awareness things, which are extremely important and possibly more important in a world where people are less and less aware. What I think is interesting regarding TikTok is that they think that this is new. This is not new. And there could be times in a relationship where you don't peel the orange. You forgot, you, you were doing something else, something got in the way. It, it's possible every now and again for that not to happen. That is not a, a fight. That is not the end of civilization. It's, it's, it, to me, it's a reminder of, oh, I, for, I forgot to do that. I got to make sure I do that. Because I want to do that. You want to do the, the, the thing. But the idea of doing something without having to be asked to do it, I, th- I do believe that that is a, a good sign, a, a good indicator of, of, a, of, a, of a strong relationship. As long as it goes in both directions. And I was discussing this the other day and some people commented on it, so let me to go a little bit further. Um, the, the engaging of... of a kindness uh, to your spouse, I think, is good. You should be kind. Even in the tough times, even in the dark times, you're, you're in this together. It's the two of you against the world. And um, just so we're, 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 we're clear, if you don't see it as the two of you against the world, but rather the two of you against each other, you have no shot at a good marriage. None. Zero. Zero. To that end, if you're somebody who has ever said, happy wife, happy life, guaranteed there's no possible way you have a good marriage. I said it. I meant it. Not apologizing for it. Happy wife at the expense of what, gentlemen? Your own happiness? That doesn't sound like a relationship to me. That sounds like a prison sentence. It sounds like slavery. That's messed up. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you got a safe word, I'm not here to get involved. Happy wife, happy life. At the expense of what? 
madness of an idea. And you see it all the time. And I I do watch and I look how others do things. And sometimes I'm like, that's fascinating. Sometimes I'm like, good for them. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's just ugly as sin. It is not that there is moments of sacrifice. In a relationship, absolutely there is. Part of adulthood is about that. Part of being a grown-up is, is about the very concepts of sacrifice. And sacrifice is not a bad thing. There's sometimes an extremely valuable and important skill. Oftentimes, more times than not, a valuable and important skill. But you both have to be able to be striving towards the happiness and helping each other get there. Not one person foregoing their happiness for the sake of the other. The peeling of an orange or whatever the case may be, the making of coffee, name the thing, is just about recognition. I see you. I see you right there. And yeah, you matter to me, so I was thinking of you. These are good things. These are good things to make a, a, a relationship grow. But if you are... Living your life for somebody else as opposed to living your life with somebody else? I don't I do not see how there's happiness in that. For me, um, count me out. Count me out. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. What coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Fill up on the news. Presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays at 9 a.m. on WIBC and WIBC.com. Dow, right now, the futures are down 94. NASDAQ futures down 60. It's been five weeks of an uptrend. This is not necessarily uh, surprising that we we could uh, see this bit of uh, profit-taking or heading down. We've got the GOP debate tomorrow. Do I have it that Chris Christie is going to make the debate stage? The, the deadline was last night. You needed at least 6% in early state polls, which he has in New Hampshire. Absolutely does not have in Iowa. Also needed 80,000 unique donors, which he has. So you've got DeSantis, Haley, Ramaswamy, and Chris Christie. This will be on News Nation. Um, Megan Kelly will be uh, one of uh, the hosts here. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Doug Burgum, uh, the governor of North Dakota, dropping out of the race, suspending his campaign, as they, as they say in the business. Wasn't getting the polling. Never really had a shot. I think he is an interesting guy, though. You want guys like that in politics. They've had success private. They've had success in, in running a state. People who know how to do the job. It's important stuff. It is important stuff. Uh, speaking of people who don't know how to do the job. See what I did? I went the other way. Uh, the City County Council of Indianapolis. They uh, have voted to approve the creation of of a downtown enhancement tax. So if you live in the mile square, you will pay an extra tax. It will increase property taxes and it's going to be used uh, to uh, increase a public safety. You see that? You see that? They couldn't do it 
And the answer was not changing policy. And the answer of the city was not to change elected leadership. The answer was you pay more money. That's the answer. You pay more money and now they'll clean up the city. Uh, Party lines, all the Democrats voted for it. All of the Republicans voted against it. Okay. Well, uh, that's what happened. What, you want want me to get worked up by it? Concerned by it? This is what you want, Indianapolis. I don't don't know why you're looking at me. This is what you wanted. It's what you got. This is what you voted for. This is what you get. I mean, some people didn't want this. Gosh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that you have to deal with this, but hey. The city of Indianapolis told me who's boss. Ooh, they sure did. So now they've got more of your money. Sure, it's all going to work out. Work out just fine. Just fine. And then there has been approval for the downtown sports taxing district. But we knew this was coming. This is about 11 Park and how they're going to be able to run the taxation there. That vote you knew was going to, to, to come to be. But then there's the $26 million in bonds to acquire the Broad Ripple Park Family Center. There's real, real issue with this because the locals there don't want it because they don't know how the debt's going to be serviced. Are they going to end up having to pay for this thing? The city plans to use up to $22 million from Midtown Tax Increment Financing Districts, TIFs, to repay bonds that would be issued for the acquisition through the Indianapolis Public Local Improvement Bond Bank. Paid back over nearly 20 years and carry an interest rate of up to 8%. Okay. Just another bit of buying. That one is, is a little more involved, for sure. Uh, the idea of the mile square getting taxed to clean up the city. Uh, best of luck with that, guys. Just remember, when you complain, you voted for it and so did your neighbors. Wait, maybe you didn't vote for it, but your neighbors definitely did. Sorry. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. It's a special kind of bigotry to be able to say something like this and have people applaud. This is Ibram Kendi, the anti-racism guy, the guy who got all that money to run the anti-racism center at Boston University and then, you know, basically stole all the money and treated people like garbage. That, That Ibram Kendi, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. If Kamala Harris said this, you'd say word salad. I, I don't think uh, white uh, people worldwide have really reckoned with how much their own personal identity is shaped by constructions of whiteness and, and how much um, that construction of whiteness uh, 
prevents uh, white people from uh, connecting to humanity. In other words, uh, recognizing that uh, when you when you recognize that you are part and parcel of humanity. In other words, you're not over humanity, right? Uh, it, it allows you to really be able to connect to people who don't look like you, who have kinky hair, who have dark skin, uh, and to see yourself in them. And it's whiteness that prevents them, right? And, and when you're not able to see yourself uh, in other human beings, that creates all sorts of problems. It's just so embarrassing. You're white, so you can't see it. Okay. Well, then what are we talking about? I can't see it. I'm not going to worry about it. But don't think for a second I'm going to trust you to tell me what it is. If I'm white and I can't see it, wouldn't that mean de facto that there's no ability to trust you to be able to see it? And let's go the other way. What if it's not there at all? You've only invented the idea that somebody who's white can't see it because it's profitable to you. I'm more in that camp. Oh, I'm also in the camp that Ibram Kendi doesn't get to engage a conversation with me about morality or decency when he is so clearly a bigot. These DEI people, the failure that is DEI, the failure these people are, good gosh, keep Ripping it out. Keep ripping it out of universities. Keep ripping it out of schools. Don't stop. Don't rest. Do not quit. DEI is hatred. Teaching oppressed oppressor. Teaching this intersectionality nonsense. Everybody's being oppressed at all times. Teaching kids to hate each other. Hate themselves. No thanks. That kind of nonsense from Ibram Gendi, you want to see that as intellectualism? That's, that is just sad. You, you need to get out more. Then there is the ex-Navy secretary. He is uh, 99, J. William Mittendorf. Former U.S. Navy secretary. Calling on the Biden administration and Congress to halt plans for an offshore wind farm near Rhode Island and Massachusetts saying that the projects were ramrodded through, quote, a deficient regulatory process despite the controversy over their acknowledged impacts and questionable benefits. It will destroy the ocean habitat, decimate marine animal populations, cripple ocean-dependent industries, and obliterate the quality of life that proximity to the ocean gives residents and visitors. You understand, uh, sir, that... um, uh, the the leftists don't care. What they want is nothing but turbines, nothing but, but windmills all over the place to show how good they are. They don't care how many birds get killed or whales get destroyed or anything else. doesn't matter. And when it doesn't work, they'll move on to the next thing. And the problem is you did not do enough to invest in that because you still think oil's the answer, you big jerk. Of course, it's madness. Now, 
the general lives uh, in, in Rhode Island, wrote a letter to uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, General Charles Brown. So nothing's going to change. But understand that the objective is not the result. The objective is the doing. When it comes, I, I can point this out in repeated places, when it comes to the political left, the result is inconsequential because if they don't get the result they want, they'll immediately go to the next thing and tell you why you're responsible. They want to be able to paint the picture of their decency. The signal, the virtue signaling, the do-goodery is more valuable than the result. The result is inconsequential because if the result doesn't work, what does it matter? It's clearly your fault. We didn't put enough money into it. We didn't put enough time into it. We didn't do it right. Here's the new idea. Why are you still thinking about that? That was yesterday's idea. Yesterday's idea cost us $42 billion. Why are you so worried about that? We're trying to save the environment. We have to do today's idea. That's how they work. You're not crazy. That is exactly how they work. I don't know what they're going to do. But if there's anybody who I want to have to suffer through the failure of their designs, it's the people of Massachusetts. Unfortunately, other people have to suffer as well. That's always a problem. Right, Indianapolis? Yeah, that's why. Now you understand. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.